Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden and you're listening to Queer Stories. If you can spare a few bucks each month to help me continue to produce this podcast because you love it, you love me or you love one of the guests I've had, please check out Queer Stories on Patreon and consider supporting the project. Also follow Queer Stories on Facebook and me, Maeve Marsden, on Twitter and Instagram. This week, Fahad Ali is a molecular biologist, science educator and writer. He's a member of the Palestinian diaspora, a co-founder of the Queer Solidarity Film Festival and the Muslims for Marriage Equality campaign group, and a community advocate and organiser. He performed this piece at Riverside Theatres in Parramatta, then again at the Sydney Opera House for All About Women. Enjoy. I'm getting married. <laughs> I don't know when, or where, or even who to. But those are all minor details as far as I'm concerned. I'm going to have a wedding that is big, boisterous, and likely to get me in trouble with the law. The best part is that you're all invited. Now, ordinarily, this is every Arab parent's dream. My mum and my aunts have been conspiring to find me a bride since I could talk. But what they didn't count on was that I wanted to be the bride myself. I realized I was gay when I was 11. It happened in a single moment of revelation while watching Rage one afternoon. I took one look at Jesse McCartney shirtless, and I knew that I was a fag. I kept this to myself until I was 17. When I came out to my mum, she burst into tears and said, you're going to get AIDS and die. You can see where I get my sense of melodrama. She would often tell me that all she wanted in life was to see me get married, start a family, and hold her grandchildren. I wanted that too. It just couldn't be with a woman. Mom would, however, try to bribe or coerce me into considering it as an option. When I was growing up, my parents had a strict prohibition on me dating. But the moment I came out, they begged me, begged me (laughs) to find a girlfriend. A few years ago, my mum offered me this pearl of wisdom. You know, there are lots of gay guys who are married to women. (laughs) And when my mum met my friend Caitlin, who's a ferociously intelligent woman with a PhD in literature, she tried tried to get her to convert to Islam and marry me. None of these attempts were very persuasive, I have to say, but good on her for trying. I wanted nothing more from her than to accept me as I was. I would bring up the men I was dating from time to time, only to watch her mood sour. A few years ago, when I asked if she'd like to meet my boyfriend at the time, she told me, no, I don't want to see him, I don't want to meet him, I don't want to know about him, I don't want to think about him. I thought that this would last forever. Mum was the sort of person who would prepare enough food to feed a village and then freeze most of it for perpetuity. We're talking falafel, kibbe, lentil soup, you name it. She had it all. I couldn't visit her without taking home a week's worth of meals. One day she told me, you know, I really want a chest freezer. It just so happened that my then boyfriend's parents were moving house and were looking to get rid of a chest freezer. This was a perfect opportunity. I asked if it was still up for grabs and then called my mum. Mama, I said, I found you a chest freezer, and it's yours for free. But 
we've got to pick it up from my boyfriend's place. I wasn't sure how she'd react. What would she say? Would she lose the plot? Would she launch a pair of slippers at me? I got my answer when she rocked up to my boyfriend's place in a ute. A freezer led to a thaw in her opinions. I was so grateful for this. I wasn't exactly sure why, and I still think of it from time to time. I tried my best to prepare for it by giving my ex a little crash course in ethnic etiquette. Remember, you've got to call her auntie. I repeated it again and again. My brother had once introduced my mum to a romantic interest of his. She was a lovely young woman. She, had, she was doing a degree in law, but she made an unforgivable mistake, and she called my mum by her first name. The moment she was out of earshot, my mum looks to my brother and says, I never want to meet her again. <laughs> Fortunately, my ex did a little better. I think my mum was expecting to meet some outrageous glitter-doused fairy. Uh, she would often tell me that I couldn't possibly be gay because I was too masculine. I neglected to tell her that that was actually what I put down on my grinder profile. <laughs> um, but instead of a fruity femme, she just met a beige, middle-class white boy. Whatever it was, she seemed to like him and started to ask after him from time to time. A few months later, she even came along with us to the opening night of the Palestinian Film Festival. We saw a film called It Must Be Heaven, directed by the celebrated Palestinian filmmaker Elia Suleiman. It's now one of my favorite films, but that first time that I saw it, I had no idea that it had a scene in a gay bar and, to my knowledge, the only gay kiss ever depicted in mainstream Palestinian film. Hopefully, it won't be the last. For as long as I've been out, I've felt pressure on all sides to be a good Muslim and to keep my sexuality to myself, to cast off my Palestinian identity and remake myself in the image of a white twink. On my 19th birthday, my friends took me to Ark. Okay, you already know where this is going. <laughs> Um, a drag queen on stage called everyone up who was celebrating a birthday. I was young, anxious, and I didn't want to be in the spotlight. But my friends pushed me on stage against my will. One by one, the drag queen went through the lineup, asking everyone their names. They were all some flavor of white, something like Patrick, John, Steve. She gets to me. Fahad, I say. What? Fahad! Well, we're not just going to bother with you, are we? Many of my early experiences in the gay community were the same. Was I really in need of liberation from family, religion, and homeland if this was all I got in return? Time and time again, I've heard, you know those Palestinians hate gay people, right? It implies that our communities are static, that only white settlers are capable of growth and complexity. Only their communities are capable of internal debate and political movement. And yet, there's a kiss in mainstream Palestinian film. And yet, my mother let go of prejudice for the sake of love. Mum died in August 2020 after a long battle with bowel cancer. She'll never get to come to my wedding, but I can only hope that she'd be happy for me, that she'd love me for whoever I am and whoever I become. I want to close by reading a short poem by Palestinian poet laureate, the late Mahmoud Darwish. Imprisoned by Israel for his poetry at the age of 19, 
He wrote this poem in 1961, dedicated to his mother in the hope that he would one day see her again. To my mother by Mahmoud Darwish. I yearn for my mother's bread and my mother's coffee and my mother's touch. Childhood memories grow up in me day after day. I love life with a passion because if I were to die, I would be ashamed of my mother's tears. Take me if I come back one day as a scarf for your eyelashes and cover my bones with grass, baptized by your footsteps. Bind us together with a lock of your hair, with a thread that trails from the back of your dress. I could grow into godhood if I could but touch the depths of your heart. Set me if I return as fuel for the fire on your stove and as a clothesline on the roof of your home. Without your daily blessings, I am too weak to stand. I am old. Give me back the stars of childhood that I may chart the homeward quest. Back with the migrant birds. Back to your waiting nest. Thanks for listening. Check out queerstories.com.au for more episodes and please follow Queer Stories on Facebook for news and event updates. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.